Welcome to the Para Podcast. Shift Division Media presents the Para Podcast. Oh, Remy making America rap again. I'm not saying it actually makes sense. I'm telling you what she, her excuse could be, but that, I mean, Donald Trump keeps saying that everyone supported him, so I mean, you can lie to yourself <laughs> if you want to. Been friends a We've long been friends a long time, so relax. Got years. Relax. Any signatures in the year? I want to do a scene where relax. See what liquor do to people. Like, listen, and follow the vision. Welcome back to Spore Podcast, uh, episode 22. I am Mike Lake in the building with Steve Cash. Hey, what's going on, man? Nothing much, man. Back again for another week. Yes, um, Jam's not here. He's doing a, um, a part two. They'll be doing it later. He couldn't make this one, and I won't be able to make the later one, so yeah, do we the, just broke do the it scheduling. up. Yeah, do the scheduling. So, what's going on this week? Uh, first of all, last week's shithole podcast, that shit was funny. I, I like the, the sound of that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a shithole podcast. Like, if we didn't already have a name, I, I might consider. You want to change it? Nah, I like to pour up. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm partial. We can do another show, though. Called The Shithole Podcast. The shithole, and we just talk about, like, being shitholes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm with it. <laughs> I don't with know. It. Who fucking knows? But, um, <laughs> man, a lot's going on. We got NFL in the playoffs. That's right. Eagles and and your Patriots. They're <laughs> <laughs> not my fucking Patriots, man. I'm oh. a Bucks fan. Um, I don't I don't side with cheaters. Yeah, they. that's some fuck shit, man. I really can't. Even if they aren't cheating, why are the ref, why would the refs be cheating for them? I guess a payout. Obviously a payout. You think it's a money thing? You think I mean, it's what else? Brady support Trump, maybe? I mean, I don't know. I don't know, I mean, the, ref, well, I don't know the ref's allegiances. We, we but. can't say that for that one reason because they've been um, allegedly cheating for them for years now. Oh, before Trump was yeah, in so office. Yeah, so it wouldn't just be that. That might be an extra pat on the back. <laughs> but I, you know what I'm saying? But we, we gotta do more for this guy. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, that might be a little something extra with it, but that's definitely not the start. Man, this shit is bizarre. Though. I seen, I watched a little bit of, this, I watched the second half of the Jags game, uh, Jags Patriots. It was just bizarre to me. Uh, one of the pass interferences that happened in the first half, I didn't see, but I'm watching sports today and I see it. Wasn't really a pass interference, or maybe it was, but they both were kind of jockeying with each other. A free pass interference call, goal line um, opportunity for the Pats. Uh, the one where Jack stripped the receiver, clear fumble, clear fumble recovery for a touchdown, refs blow it dead. The blowing it dead is one of the biggest failures that a ref can make in this time, in my opinion, because it negates an entire play that can't be undone. You know, yeah. once they reviewed it and they said, oh, it was a fumble, well, what about the potential run back? They should allow him to have that touchdown because clearly he was going to score. Um, then there was more plays, but they the refs were kind of – the refs shouldn't affect the game. That's the bottom line. I yeah, was just thinking about that. Yeah, now if they shouldn't affect it, whether someone won or lose when no one's when in that in that capacity. Now going back to the pass interference shit, that I can't believe there was no call. All right, cool. Give him a pass interference, maybe. But then what happens at, during the when he got hit in the head? Mm-hmm. Like he, he really, took a clear swing. He swung at this man's helmet. Like I thought he was going to knock his helmet off. <laughs> like it was ridiculous. Like how do you not get any type of penalty for that? But you gave one just for the pass interference. That didn't really look like a pass interference in the first place to me. It should have just been double penalty. Yeah, both, offset both penalties of them was, was run a play over. Both of them was jockeying, like you said, and that's it. Hey, whatever play it was, just redo it. Yep. But I will say this, though, and we could talk. I'm down to talk about the Pats being cheated as, as much as any other person. Um, but the Jags kind of lost it for themselves, too. They got super conservative in the second half. Everybody gets that lead, and then they want to kind of, let's make sure we don't lose. And they always end up losing. Because the other team's shooting, you know, shooting, shooting for the hills. Like, they, they right. out here trying to get it. Right. Uh, just like y'all were in the first half. They had a substantial lead. They were running some tricky plays, jet sweeps, and moving the quarterback, and all of that cool stuff that you see the Jacks doing in the beginning of the game. 
then the end of the game, the second half, they just start running dives and, you know, run, run, they were run. They trying to run that. They're just trying to uh, keep the clock moving. Yeah, which is cool. I'm all for the keeping the clock moving, but there, there has to be better ways to do it than being conservative. Uh, so far, even in this, just this season, we see the Jags got conservative second half, lost. The uh, Georgia Bulldogs got conservative second half, lost. The uh, Atlanta Falcons in the Super Bowl last year got conservative in the second half, lost. There should be a lesson in in it for those teams who take those early leads. So don't be conservative. Do what you were doing that got you the lead in the first fucking place. You know. Wait, who? What's the team? Um, Alabama lost to again. Alabama won. They beat or, the Georgia Bulldogs. Or won. Bulldogs. Hmm. All right. I don't know. Well, maybe that's nothing. Maybe that's nothing there then. What do you say that? I don't know. I was just thinking. Some th- I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hear the gears turning. I was just trying to see the I just, I just, I just don't know. So it's by animal mascots or something? Yeah, something like it, that. It ain't working out for them? Something, man. Absolutely. <laughs> Peter but, shit. Yeah, like you said, all this shit. If niggas get conservative, I, Kennedy got conservative. Oh, man. Kennedy um, like the president? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you know it's a sunny day and shit. Where, 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 does your, where does your brain go, man? Off his p's and q's, and um, <laughs> got touched by a bullet. Damn, I don't even want to talk about. It was a magic bullet. Some say it's all conspiracy. The refs in the Pats game and the and the assassination of Kennedy. It's I think all the refs tied. have something to do with that assassination. Any, anybody anti-Trump seem to be dropping off. I think Kennedy would have been anti-Trump. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he was for the people. Think anyway. Re- would Reagan have been um? Um, anti-Trump. No, Reagan would have been right there with Trump, and he would have. They probably would have been beefing about who's the more, who's gonna who gonna make that first sale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who, who's, hey, bro, that's that. Reagan, they don't get the credit he deserved for being like the first best trapper. He he popped he, it he, all off. He like was pushing shit through the hood, like for real. Was he, he not? All connections lead back to him. Like he really, he's he's the biggest plug. He's El Chapo. Yeah, <laughs> for real. Big Meech and all of them. Dead ass. Damn man, you might you might be onto some shit. Yeah, for real, man. His ass is a fucking gangster. And he should be um he should be respected as such. <laughs> and honestly, I'm he never got locked up for none of that shit. And I don't feel safe with a person like him on the streets. He's a thug. He's an animal. Mm. He's still locked. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he might. I don't know. But I'm going. We gonna need JM. JM, where you at? I'm gonna throw dirt on his name. I'm with it. And, um, and dirt on Trump's suit. <laughs> so on top of the Pat- Patriots winning in the AFC Championship, the NFC Championship was a fucking blowout. Uh, Philly versus Vikings. Mm-hmm. Vikings didn't look like they won it, man. They, they had a home game afoot, and they couldn't even beat the, the Eagles. Not that well, the Eagles well, are slouches. I was about to say when they, the Eagles they was they popping this yeah, year. Not that the Eagles are slouches, but. I felt like the Vikings would have put up a better fight than thirty-one to seven. Man, if I'm if I'm a if I'm a um, Philly's um, mom and pop stand, it's like free cheese steaks for everybody. I don't know about that. That's kind of expensive for everybody. For everybody, yeah. You know, before the game, the Philly police were putting like Crisco, like grease on the fucking poles to keep people from climbing the poles in the event of a loss or a win, like a riot. <laughs> in the event of a riot, it should sound crazy, right? And also sound mad racist, like. <laughs> Like, like back on that H and M shit, like these fucking monkeys and climbing fucking poles. That is get, hilarious. That's, they, they really, I, I'll show you pictures of shit. Though. They really were doing that shit. They grease up they, the damn poles. They, they, they Crisco grease. They called themselves the Crisco cops. They, they're like jokingly, 
and they greased the fucking telephone post so people couldn't climb them in the case of a riot. Man, Malaya would have went down there and made a killing that weekend. <laughs> <laughs> any stripper, if any stripper would have been a rat dog, just imagine the type of spin they get on that pole. <laughs> on the grease? From, yeah, yeah you get, get that, get that, that whip. Don't get the mean ass whip game on that pole. <laughs> I want to see that, that shit. That shit is fucking hilarious. They was, really grease the shit they down with really Crisco. Did that shit, man. With, it does not, doesn't, what, all right, if you want to use, like, pause, but if you do like slippery <laughs> shit, like, that, what other slippery shit, like, would you use other than grease? I mean, like, could you, they not have used something else? The, the pause is funny. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I, maybe it's biodegradable or some shit. I, I can't begin to think what they were thinking. Because guess what? The riots still fucking happen. How, how, and how, niggas won. How does the Luber feel? The part when you're oh, greasing it, grease it up yeah, a fucking pool. When, when you're just greasing it up, and you're like, <laughs> well, you think they, went, they went with a brush, or they like, they, they went. You the start hands. from the base, like from the bottom, and they're like, "How do you start with this?" <laughs> okay, guys, we need a couple of cops for a special assignment. Anybody want to lube up some poles? <laughs> and how, how far do you go? Like, well, how high up are you supposed to lube this thing? And why were the cops doing it? <laughs> I mean, they can't get like you. They, I feel like Tico should have been doing that shit. Some shit they could their version offer, of Tico. They could have oh, put more jobs on the streets and offered these jobs up to the people that needed one or some shit. I don't know. Okay. Temp agency. New question. You unemployed. You see pole greaser. You take the job. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and I would try to. I would try to change the name of my occupation. You know. <laughs> when you, know, you, when you do your resume. Yeah, you, but you know how like people will work like fast food some shit and they'll call it like something else. They be like, oh, yeah. I'm the, I'm the, I'm the lead, I'm the lead, I'm the lead chef. chef at. Nigga, you work at McDonald's. I'm the lead chef at a popular restaurant. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Word. And don't get it twisted. I'm not bashing any McDonald's or fast food workers. I'm just simply talking about how you try to beef up your your job title is all. Hey, act like your push, resume ain't padded push, a little bit. Push come to shove. I'm shit. I'm right there with you, making sure them fries are hot. <laughs> hey, we both worked the fries before. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I was definitely my shit. My jobs, my fast. Only, yeah, I had two fast food jobs. I had a Subway and I also had um Arby's. And I was McDonald's and Arby's. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Teen. So some yeah, jobs. we were at Arby's together. Yeah. Welcome to Arby's. Yeah, the fucking dude, <laughs> fucking over. Yeah, if anybody was ever about a over job, over the top was his ass. His ass is he's he is Mr. Arby's. We are we had a manager that would do ridiculous shit, no lie or exaggeration. I've seen this man doing a lunch rush, no lie, literally hop, jump over the fucking counter to give somebody their food because he's rushing, and then jump back over the counter again and take someone's order. And, Facts. And people are looking at the customers are looking at him like, what the fuck is wrong with you? But this dude was fully with it. One time, oh my, one time it was just he was me and him. So one time it was just me and John. And we had like a, it was, we had a rush on a Saturday or some shit. And um, when the rush started happening, I swear, dude literally looked at me, said, all hype. He's like, whoo, okay, Steve, it's just me and you. He flipped his fucking tie around to his, like, not, <laughs> like, not like, not, did not unloose it. Over not like shoulder. that. He didn't, yeah, he just like flipped it over his fucking <laughs> shoulder, dog. It was like, he was like, you got the cash register? I'll make the, um, I'll make the beast. No, this shit was insane, dog. I was like, and I and I'm young and I don't give a fuck, so I'm laughing, but dude taking it extremely serious. And I'm like, I nigga said I'll make the beast. Yeah, he said I'll make the beast. That the sandwich and shit. It's like whatever. Like I just worked the cash register. Oh, but I mean, but oh, we knocked it all out. Like he really was acting like we accomplished shit. Like we did. We we, we handled the rush, but I mean that sounds like a dope story. The, the but look, the that's look, a bit excessive. Yes, yeah, so it was just excessive. The look of um, excitement and accomplishment on his face, though. Like like we really handled some shit. How, how much you bet, fam? Still telling that story on first dates. <laughs> one time, like, one time, me and this young guy Steve. No. Steve was a rookie. I tell you, I flipped my tie over my shoulder. 
stretch my chest out and said, we're going to make the beast. No, he probably, <laughs> no, he probably tell his story like Albany tell his four touchdown yeah, story. Yeah, yeah. The glory story. Yeah, for real. He probably got himself a plaque. No, he just he just might shit. <laughs> How many beefs did he make? I like what do you want to say like twenty two. No, I can't. I, I can't even. If we put go, a number, like, on it, I, he got a plaque somewhere with the number. I know. He yeah, know he number. probably knows the fucking down to the T. He knows exactly how many added the cheddar and who didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you know that Arby's ain't there no more. Uh, yeah, this on on Hillsboro. Yeah, damn nigga, you about to go right now? Relax. Nah. Oh, <laughs> I did, I did. <laughs> no, it's not. Across yeah, the steak and shake. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I literally just passed it the other day. I'm pretty sure that shit ain't there no more. I just drove over there today. I've, I've seen it. I always look there. I always look right, at it. Right, whenever if you're I pass wrong, it. you got to buy me a couple beefs. No. Pause. I'm going <laughs> to get your diet plan. I tried to flip it on you. Now, I never used to eat the beef shit from there. That roast beef was, looked disgusting. I used to eat the chicken joint. The yeah, cor- I always ate the chicken joint. No, I, I have ate the uh, roast beef shit. I'm not a big fan of roast beef sandwiches, but nah, it, it's cool. legit. It was cool. Hard pass. <laughs> See the big ass slap of meat up there and the nigga, oh yeah, the fries was lit. And yeah, then, that shit they do is nasty what it make me. Anyway, man, fuck all that shit. I don't even know how no, we got Subway, on the show. Uh, Subway was popping. I did enjoy that. Like Subway was lit. Me and Subway used to fuck with each other's sandwiches all the time. Nothing nasty. No, no nothing inedible. Yeah, we would shit. just uh, like put like hot shit on our, your food or some shit like that. <laughs> but one time he got me with the damn jalapenos like crazy, but I flipped on him immediately. I um I told him I was allergic to jalapenos and I'm like I, I'm like going through I'm breathing deep and shit. This dude was about to cry and everything. He thought he fucked me up. <laughs> His name is Hector. So who's the fucking Hector? I got his ass back though. That shit was funny. Uh, that, that's all like shit we used to do to each other's yeah, kids. Yeah, yeah, but it was nothing disgusting. We ain't take shit off the floor no weird shit. Just you know, nothing that'll make somebody fight yeah, you. Nah, but something nah, just nah. to laugh about. And it was it was a that was the relationship. So it was cool. Like can't yeah. no random person just like hand me my food and be. It's cool. Like, nah, this like, was what we did. We would even come in and try to act like we like. Here you go, Steven. I brought, <laughs> yeah. I brought you a sandwich. Like, <laughs> no, why are you bringing me a sandwich? Man, I'm good. I don't want. I don't trust it. My favorite one was the microwave joint, though. Somebody put something in the microwave, walk away. You slide in behind them, change the time to more time. Oh damn, that's. Big <laughs> crickets do that all the time. Like, man, you put, hard, let's say you put a hot dog in there. Oh, all you need be hard is, as fuck. All you need is a minute, right? I guess I don't know. I don't, I don't need a hot dog in a minute. Yeah, I would say about a minute. Hot dogs microwave fast, and Craig put that shit on a minute, walk away. I got your ass now. Fifteen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear that shit in there popping and getting all shriveled. Craig more, ass just off doing whatever he doing. More clicking and popping than when Africans talking. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's a, a bar. Yeah, that's a, that's a bar. That's a, actually, I forgot who bar that is. Oh, that that's somebody else's bar. Yeah, yeah. I, I, think, thought, I thought you was fair. No, nah, no. Nah, I don't remember who bar that is, but that shit was hilarious and still is. More clicking so, and popping than Africans talking. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's almost gun, though, in that bar. But anyway. But speaking of bars and music, um, Joe Button. Oh, yes. Your man got replaced. Yeah, and I was extremely shocked. Replacement alert. I was I was shocked as fuck that he even got... <laughs> first off, I was shocked by the person they got. But when I first heard he got replaced, I didn't give a fuck to even... I heard that way earlier this morning. I didn't even go check because I didn't care because I was thinking there's literally no one you can get to re, to take Joe Button role on this show. Mm-hmm. On, on Everyday Struggle, they went with the only person that I completely forgot about that they possibly could have even went with. And very very smart move on their part. Um, we both are a little familiar with Dude. I mean, we're not from New York or nothing, but uh, he's from Hot Nine Seven, and we we follow a lot of New York shit back in the day. And Dude was popping. Dude, yeah. was, dude, was, dude. So who they got? Get in these streets. Who they got was Star from Star and Buck Wild. Yeah, and that was an amazing pick. You think they're gonna get academics out of there and get Buck Wild in? Nah, <laughs> Star and Buck not even cool. Oh, they yeah they were they were yeah they, they're uh, not they cool anymore. As far as I know. No, no, I thought they. 
I know they started working. They kind of squashed it. Maybe they did, but, but I know they're not they working, working together. together. But yeah. um, I don't think they would get Ack out of there for that. I mean, if anything, they don't need to get Ack out of there. Yeah, he's, no good. he's a good. He's good. And plus, he has his own. He'll he'll be fine anyway. He came over there with his own audience. Like yeah. they didn't they didn't put him on. You know what I'm saying? Uh, amidst this replacement, now we both. You're a huge Joe fan. You're a Stan. I'm a Joe fan. Yeah. We both wrote with Joe, obviously, because he got shafted in that scenario. Plus, was one of the only reasons we watched that show, really, was to get his point of view on, on, on uh, hip-hop and entertainment. With him being out of the show, we both stopped watching. You unsubscribed. Yeah, I had, I to, I had, to, I had to help drop their fucking numbers. I kept the subscription just to make sure I, I showed up every video or two and hit a dislike. Yeah. I, I kept the subscription, though. Um, that first of all, keeping a subscription just sounds weird. Remember what subscription used to be back in the day, like a magazine subscription? Yeah, you would get like shit mailed to your house and but shit. But you would be signed up for like yeah, you would be signed up for like a length of time and a set payment. Yeah. Now it's just like a YouTube subscription, it's just a click. You're still mad you don't get big booty holes three in the mail no more. I never I never got Well you wild, but go ahead. I never every 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 time you come at me with one of these like left field Names or they, like what was that shit with the camera shit you were talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. I never, I don't I have no idea. You, you, you and JM was making jokes something about a paid cam or cam soda. Cam soda? No, that ain't happened. Or <laughs> <laughs> okay, and JM not here to help me remember. But uh, every time I, I hear you say one of them things, I know it's some shit you do. For the record, <laughs> <laughs> I know that for sure. Big Booty Host 3 used to come to your crib. <laughs> That's what I do. That's the, still do. Yeah, but no, fuck that. Unsubscribe to fucking Complex. But now I but might. I was going to ask you, are, are you going to fall back and watch uh, it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Stars <laughs> on it. How loyal are you? Honestly, I don't want to go back and. But I can't, dog. That's fucking start. Matter of fact, I tell you what, I'm not going to have to subscribe because he's going to say something that's going to get some clickbait, and I'm going to say it all over Twitter. That's you go to the episode. I'm going, yeah, I'll go to see that clip for what he said for that thing. Because the thing about everyday struggle, I watch them all because I'm a fan of Joe, and yeah. what he be saying is funny to me. What they, the shit that made waves, um, got the, a bigger draw. Yeah, it got way bigger draw because yeah. the whole show wasn't popping top to bottom. You know what I'm saying? I liked it though. I, it's, yeah, it's kind cool. of what we do. It was cool. It just I, wasn't popping top to bottom. But yeah. what got the shit popping top to bottom, or not? I mean, what got the shit popping was the clickbait. The shit he's like the like the Migos shit, like the like the Vic Mensa shit that, that when oh, Act got into it. Yeah, Vic got a whole new man. Yeah, like anything like that. You know what I'm saying? So that's like whatever. But I am interested to see how this is going to go with Star, and I'm happy that he's back. I'm interested to see how it's going to go. He should have been podcasting though. Yeah, that's. I'm, Interesting that he wasn't. I'm shocked he wasn't. Or maybe especially, he wasn't. We just ain't know. About especially it. when he was like when he did some shit with um, when on uh, when he he podcast, he did a show with Joe and I loved it. The shit was dope. I was shocked that those two would even. What was that Joe like called him or something? Like or he came up there? I don't remember which one. I, I do remember the show you talk about. I'm just kind of shocked that those two get along because I would think their personalities would almost clash. I would think. From what I remember, so similar though, that, oh, Joe, it was a lot of respect from Joe's part, though. Yeah, like, I, yeah, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't a whole bunch of respect. They respected each so other. So that's what keep it not beef. Yeah, like, I, I respect man. you because you, you came before me. And, um, what I was going to say, I wonder how the, the interaction between him and Act going to be. I wonder if he's going to have... tell him shut the fuck up a lot. But I wonder if he's going to have any... Because Joe had clear, clearly limited amount of respect for Act. And his opinion. <laughs> he called him a fuckity fuck. Yeah, always. Yeah. <laughs> so he called everyone young fuckity fucks. So. No, no, but he he would say Act was the leader of the fuckity fucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he because he because he kind of is. I mean, from the media point of view, um, I wonder how their interaction is going to be. Is it going to be more of a? Even if we debate, it's still going to be some air of respect, or like you said, he's going to be telling him to shut the fuck up every um, every thirty seconds. I tell you what, matter of fact. It might it might not be as good as I think because Star is such an old head on that show. Star is old. I yep. want to hear his opinion, but how the fuck is him and Act or Nadessa going to jail? See eye to eye, yeah. Like what the fuck he's going to look at? Like 
Yeah. I, I just don't know how that's going to quite work. I don't know. Then again, for the bag, though, the interesting part is going to be the clickbait, and maybe they could get some more from uh, from Joe from uh, Star and Act. Excuse me. You think they'll ever? Um, <laughs> you think they'll ever interview Joe? <laughs> that would be funny. Oh, that'd be kind of funny. You know what? I bet if he took the interview, Joe would have to do it on his podcast because he's not going to let them. I would assume he wouldn't let them uh, receive any money off his name from. You know, like going back because well, they, they, they gave him a big ass like "fuck you." But if they pay him, well, if they made it sure. I'm sure, yeah. Right. But you know what? I don't think uh, Joe's not the type to hold grudges or it appears anyway because he's he made a lot of he, yeah, he made did, up a lot of relationships well, like that he, he kind of. Um, yeah, well, yeah. That, that's one. With Rosenberg, there's a with him and Ransom was going at it. They cool now. They even yeah. did a record. Um, him and Drake <laughs> are allegedly let him tell it cool now. So or at least talking. He said they might have a record, some shit. Like they might do one one day. Who oh, knows? Shit. Um, so who knows? You know what I'm saying so. Those just a couple of relationships that he kind of mended. I mean, no? it's going to be interesting to see. I, I'm one thing I'm loving about this whole thing is the media space. Um, there's a lot of media out there, and I see with I mean, you see it in TV and a lot of stuff. And I don't need to delve too deep into that, but I'll just say within the within the reporting, like the hip hop news and podcast space, uh-huh. there's a lot going on with Joe leaving Everyday Struggle. I think it's rumored that Revolt's going to throw him in the bag. Uh, we, oh, yeah. we both would be interested in seeing a Joe Charlemagne show if Charlemagne got the time, because he already on. Like, he's doing a lot of shit. Yeah, he got TV, radio, and podcast. I would love to see it. I would love to see it if he has a time, and even if it was like a once a month type thing, in some capacity, or even Joe with another co-host uh, of equal caliber. I want to see Joe back on on, on uh, in the media space. I think he is though. He's going to stay there. He's more so- than just a podcast. I feel like the podcast is me peeking in on a, on a private convo between him and his homies. I feel like when he was on Everyday Struggle, it's like, okay, I'm doing a show, you know? Yeah. I want to see, see an actual show. I like the end of the year thing they did. Uh, this year was dope slash trash. Yeah. I want to see more of that. Something like an official show with official sponsors and official like guests and things. Mm-hmm. And then let him keep the podcast for him just clowning and talking shit with the homies, you know? Yeah. But enough about Joe. Yeah. But um, before we move on, I forgot. We should have gave a uh, shout out in RIP to um, Fredro Santana. You know who that is? I have... No, actually, he's like he's like Chief Keith man and everything, and it's just once again all these kids need drugs, alleged drugs. Od kid was like twenty seven, damn, like lean and all this type of shit. Like, dog, like, man, I swear this new age generation of these drugs that we don't know exactly what we're fucking doing. Like, it's just insane, dog. Like, and then you got, we think we talked about already the fucking the 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 pod. The um the challenge the type pot pot shit. That's gotta shit. be the dumbest shit like, I've ever heard. This it's just what we, are, we used what to do dumb shit doing? as kids, but I don't remember being that. Like remember the one of the dumb things the kids we used to do was put glue in our hands and peel it off so we could see like our yeah, favorite. That's, that's not even dumb. That's kind of cool. That, Still is. I might do it when I leave. That was my point. <laughs> no, but yeah, that, that was my point. We used to do dumb shit, but not like challenges to really. Dog, we were poisoning ourselves with some likes. The Tide Pod challenge. Uh, go ahead and do the bleach fucking, challenge. Like what the fuck? They are some young fuckity fucks. Uh, the, I think <laughs> the young fuckity fuck. But the, I think the point that I was making bringing up what we used to do as dumb young kids is that these kids are very impressionable to do dumb shit that they know is going to be harmful. Like. The Thai pot challenge, the the lean lean has to be one of the dumbest drugs you want. Like, what does it even do for you? You, you uh, chill yeah. out, you relax, you they what you the feel fuck? high. They say yeah, they get high. They like, but it makes you slow. Look at better, quicker ways to do that shit. Duh. Without 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 creating an addiction that's going to ultimately kill you. I guess they people just think they can beat, beat it, it or some shit or, or they they have it under control. I mean, it's just and I can't but how sit could you here even front, tell? I'm not the I don't know, man. I'm not I'm not. <laughs> And I wasn't, not now, the biggest Fredro Santana fan. Uh-huh. But I, 
it's just sad to see it. Just I mean, I'm, I'm aware of his music, and he just didn't click with me like that. You know what I'm saying? I don't but know who it is. I just think it, it's just dumb that another young, potentially famous somebody died of an OD because it was cool to do drugs. Yeah, it's ridiculous. You know, I wonder, I wonder how many regular people that's not in the light have like die of things like that. Like, like I'm sure the how because it would have to be hard to get lean. First off, that's not it's. People talk about it and rap about it as though like they just have it. Like, but you need a prescription for this. So how do so how do a kid in the hood just have it? Yeah, I don't you know what I'm saying. The connect. I don't know. I guess is there a connect for some lean? Like, I guess it would. Sure, Man, but who the fuck would you talk to for lean? Like, and how do you even approach someone? Hey, my nigga, like you got you got lean? Like, no, nigga, I got dope and crack. <laughs> you know, I don't got lean. Yeah, it's got to be hard to get. Like, somebody would have to rob a pharmacy and have that shit on hand or some crazy. I guess. Oh, speaking of some niggas robbing, I'm sure by now you and probably the whole world has seen the um those two dumbass kids that went into the 7-Eleven or whatever convenience store and tried to rob that shit in an undercover, not undercover cop, like security guard happened walking that bitch and um, shot the shit out the ass. I did not see that. That really? sounds crazy. Yeah, all right, look. These kids go in this bitch and try to rob this damn convenience store and shit, whatever, the Give me the bread. One kid had on blue. He should have known it was his partner. Should have known it was a bad idea as soon as he stepped on the counter and then slipped off. The dude in blue, he jumped on the counter, dog, <laughs> and couldn't quite make L. it. Yeah, it was like, dog, you already fucking failed. And he had his gun, the gun in his pocket, not even pulled out. Almost like it looked like you just had the finger in there, saying like, "Hey, I got a gun. Don't me pull it out." You know, how you got this yeah, gun, like, tucked like, away. Yeah, like. Like people used to do when you walk in a bank, you just using your fingers for like the or put your fake hand in a in a fucking paper bag in front, like it's a weapon. Yeah, yeah. That, that's how the shit looked. Stick him up, see? Yeah, like that, like dead ass. So he jumped over the counter. He was like, um, all right, they they robbing a the dude in the undercover, or the security guard comes in right off the gate. He, he just swing open the door, pap pap, shot both of them. Damn. Went over the counter, shot. I thought he was gonna get in trouble for this though, because I was like, uh, I don't know about this one now. He walked over the counter, linked over, shot him again, and then um. The second dude, he didn't have to shoot again because... Wait. What? The second dude got shot again or the dude with the gun? Both of them got shot. But the again. dude with the gun... Yeah, the, the dude that got shot the first time, the kid in blue... Yeah. No, I think he could... No, the kid in blue didn't get... um. He's not the one that... The kid in, the kid in blue had the less injury because he was just shot in his arm. The other kid got shot twice. He got shot as soon as the security guard walked in. He walked in popping. First two shots hit the first two people. Then he went over the counter and let off one more. Bow. And shot him. Didn't kill him. Just yeah. shot him. So I thought, oh, he might get in trouble for that one because it might have looked uh, excessive. It, it might have looked that way. Yeah. Um, I'm very, I'm, I'm, am, I am glad that the cop was black, also. Yeah, because because it would have been all it could have been looked at separately. That way, you could take that off the table. You know what I'm saying? But it's still. Um, wait, you said cop or security guard? Security guard, some shit. Oh. Like either way, he, he was legal enough to do so. Oh, but the but the best part of it is, when the kid is on the ground, he's like, um, it's fake, it's fake. They had a fake fucking gun. And the cop and, and, and that guy security guard whoever he is he had the best line for that shit. He said, "I don't give a fuck. Mine real." <laughs> <laughs> no, that shit was fucking dope. Like, no, like, damn, he really walked in that bitch with like, like, nigga, you got lines? Yeah, well, he, he had lines. He walked in there with a script. Uh, he was he, ready. He was ready. Like he was some on some real like, like, like. Like a black superhero type yeah. shit. He said, "I don't Shaft, give a fuck. Mine's real." He was like talking to the worker. He's like, "Call the cops." And the dude was like, you shot me? He said, hell yeah, I shot you. But he was like, I don't give a fuck if y'all die. Get the fuck up. And I was like, damn. Like, I mean, it's, he was just disciplining. Like, y'all dumbass niggas. Like, y'all really came in here on this dumb shit. Yeah, you do dumb shit, expect dumb results. Exactly, yeah. dog. But they, like I say, you should have known off the first slip on that counter. You, you know what? Let's just do it tomorrow. You know what? Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, dog, today's you know what, not the day. 
Damn, Steve fell again. Let's yeah, well, Chris, hey, we gonna hey, be out. We out. We yeah, out. Y'all got Crisco um, wipers in here too. Oh <laughs> <laughs> shit, the Crisco cough. Crisco yeah. cough strike. Maybe again. that was the Crisco cough. <laughs> <laughs> he him up. That was him. He is the Crisco. Oh, he cop. slept on the counter. It worked. <laughs> yeah, for real. It worked. He used fucking Home Alone tactics. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but anyway, off that shit. Home Alone tactics. Funny shit. Uh, uh, in other news in, in the media space, I saw that Netflix wasn't trying to throw Monique the bag. Oh, yeah. Fucking the, <laughs> the com- comedianist. She, she, Why do they call comedianist? Comedianess. Where's JM so I can ask him? What do you call a female comedianist? Ask, ask me. Because I want to ask JM. All right, then we'll wait for him. <laughs> so if no, it's not, they call him comedians. No, they call him comedian com- comedianist. And I want to give, if they, how come, why don't you respect women, man? How come you can't call them what they want to be called? That's not what they want to be called. They want to be called comedians. One thing, dog, you always wanted to be an old white woman. Why you say that? You did. You just wanted to always, you always wanted to be that. Why do you want to be an old white woman? <laughs> I don't. Yes, you did. And no, do. I never have. You can't even. I enjoy being you a at black least can't male. Can't even be a black woman. You want to be an old white woman. I enjoy being a young black male. Anyway, man, Monique asked. She wanted them to. She was complaining that they that they only offered her five hundred k, which was cool for which her. Is a substantial amount. Which of money. was cool for her at first. But what's the female comedian? Um, I don't really listen to many uh, white people. Oh, so my I God. Oh, girl her. from... Um, that's crazy. I'm drawing a straight blank on her name. All right. She white, so more than likely... Just imagine like a, a, a bag it's of leather It's not face. that funny. Imagine she, she's she, not aging well. She sways and weighs a lot. Um, I know somebody is listening she's to She's aging it. like milk. <laughs> milk lockout. Um... Look, he talking. I remember yeah, her yeah. name in a minute. Actually, look it up. Why? Anyway, Amy Schumer. Yeah, her. Yeah. Um, she went and um, she went and renegotiated her deal. I believe what she got like two million or some shit, something like that. She's and she, uh, Amy Schumer. Amy, she told them she's like, um, yeah, I'm not like a legend or something of the nature. I'm not a legend like like um. Money. No, I'm not a legend like Dave Chappelle, and um, I think she may have also said Cat, but she didn't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But anyway, she said she's not a legend like Dave, so she don't think she should get what he got. But I deserve a little bit more than what I have. They gave it to her. Okay, cool. You know what I'm saying? <coughs> Monique says, okay, she got a raise or she doing it for more bread. I want more bread too. And they refuse to give it to her. Now, I personally feel that she hasn't been around lately. To Who knows if you're going to sell this shit out? They can't just gamble on you. Who's asking for you? I, I don't. When's that time? I, I, when you, I don't get Monique's point of view from, from, that, from that exact point that you just made. We could directly point to uh, Dave Chappelle and his current success. Other, uh, not other specials, but he did like SNL. He got a buzz around his name. He's Dave fucking Chappelle. Cat Williams is Cat fucking Williams. Uh, Amy Schumer, as much as I don't like her as a comedian, she's not that funny to me. She had a show on Comedy Central. She had a couple movies and theaters that did well. She got the clout to demand more money, whereas you, Monique, haven't done anything in a minute like I like Monique I not, like not her a lot she not, yeah, not, yeah not saying she's not on not even talk about the comedy itself just talk about what have you done no. recently to warrant more than what they offer and on top of that though I'm pretty sure somewhere down the line there was absolutely a bidding war for Dave to come do that show whether it's Netflix special whether it's HBO whether they mm-hmm. still got Showtime and shit who knows yeah, like Showtime, I'm, right? I'm sure people was all just bidding for him and offering him all types of bread and he went with the money Monique ain't nobody bidding for you you lucky Netflix was even fucking with you well, if anybody bid for you, who would bid for you? Fucking other than Black Twitter, um, fucking <laughs> motherfucking um, BET and Netflix. And Netflix probably right. offered what that was probably your best bet to take that that bread. Now, what I disagree with is her reasoning for why she didn't get paid. Mm. She had she brought 
she said Netflix is um is colorist and um and womenist, right? Sex, yeah, sexist. Sexist, some shit like that. That's that's her reasoning for them not paying her ass. When Dave Chappelle and Kat are black, so they're definitely not racist as far as that regard goes. Um, and there I say they kind of threw Amy Schumer her back so that would negate their sexist exactly so, so, and so the only way this would affect her is she said um, she would have had a better stance saying that um, Netflix is against black, black women women yeah if, if she could have she had a she would have had a better stance doing that shit so what she did she called for everybody to boy stand with her and boycott um, Netflix, Netflix not use a shit now she would have had a leg to stand on with me I would have understood a little bit better if I've ever heard her speak on any other situation that that, that, that brought awareness yeah. that that made that brought awareness to, um, to to more black issues other than the only one that affects you it affects your money so therefore you're mad and you want regular common folk that to, to stop to delete their fucking accounts because they won't give you money and make you more rich. I never seen you wear a Trayvon Martin hoodie. I never heard you say shit about like, nobody for, yeah. for anyone. I never. I don't even know if you nailed when the um when you watched the um football game on TV. I took a nail when they was doing the national anthem. I I, I will always take a knee <laughs> right from my right from home. I get off my couch and then take a knee. That's what's up. I I get off the couch while the other Americans are complaining about the football players kneeling. And, and they're still sitting. And I at least stand up to take knee. my knee. And they're just stand, stand, standing from their couch yelling that they should stand. Neither here nor there. Um, Monique ass shit, get out of here with that point. I will not. As a matter of fact, I even signed uh, I signed another account for Netflix. <laughs> just, <laughs> just an extra one. Just a, and, I, and, and I named it for and Monique. I named, I named it Monique. I named it Monique. My account is Monique. Yeah, she needed. So I say all that to say this. She has to come down to. Um, she has to be called into question. She's going to oh, definitely shit. be indicted oh, shit. this week. You know what I'm saying? Jesus Christ, man. That guy, y'all friend, he keeps getting the, um, he keeps getting that the guy. Oh, yeah. oh Jarvis. We, we, no, we, gotta, we have to stop addressing him by his name until we We're giving him. him too much publicity. Yeah, too much until he comes. So that guy, oh, he keeps up. getting, he keeps getting passes. He's getting passes. So this week is going to Monique for that stupid ass shit. It's sounding good, but you're lying. Netflix had nothing to do with Racist activities or against women activities just because they didn't want to pay your pay your, ass. your bum ass <laughs> and not even bum like bum like that. I'm saying I just think it was a no, we There's can't a bum keep stance yeah we can't keep using we can't call shit racist when it ain't we need to use it when it really do matter. I, I save my racist card for the times where racism really happened exactly when you can really use that shit and we we can directly see if Chappelle and Cat got the bag that negates racism and if Amy got the bag then that negates sexism so yeah like stand up for some shit something else. Uh, on a, welcome to the neighborhood. Thank you for that. Yeah, um, oh yeah, she in there. For, damn, Monique, why you lie? <laughs> but anyway, uh, I want to ask you. With that being said, if she were to do the special, would you been anxious to check it out? I, I think I would have. I would have checked it out. I'm anxious? No, I probably would have forgot, and then I would have been like, just one board day. Yeah, like, oh shit, let me let's see what let's see what Monique doing. Let's see how she do. And I, 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 unless she it, did good on Queens of comedy, she did great. The Queens killed it. Yeah. I, there's other black women comedian I would rather see though, because like, to, to me, more? unless Monique evolves. So one thing I like like in my comedian in that when they do their special is that I could see like a growth from this special to that special to the, to the next, um, with their thought process, maybe their life wherever it happened to be, whatever. It doesn't matter who the comedian is, black, white, yellow, woman. I don't even know her political views. Th- th- this is what I was gonna say. Quite as the only time I recall, or the only thing I really recall from her and everything that she does. 
it's a lot about herself and weight and distant skinny bitches and just generally being funny and about being a woman. One. <laughs> but uh, generally being funny about being a woman, I don't know what her next special would have been about. Like, what would you be talking about current events? Are you going to be like, where are you in your career? I don't I don't know what she's doing. So I, I can't. That's not a reason to not watch it. But I'm just curious. Like, I, there's other people who like Kat. Cat fell off a little bit. This special was his comeback to me. It was funny. And I, I was curious where he's at in his life because he was kind of going through some shit getting choked out by kids and all that crazy <laughs> yeah. shit. Uh, Chappelle, he always, his specials always have a current point of view that's funny and current. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, oh, absolutely. this is what's going on in the world. There's so many other comedians where I kind of know where they stand or what their plans are. Even Dave, uh, not Dave Chappelle, uh, Kevin Hart. Uh, whether you like him or not, each special has a clear, you know, this is where I am. This mm-hmm. is what's going on in my life. And this is what I think about the things that are going on in the regular world. I, I can't say that a Monique special to me would have been groundbreaking and like, oh, let's go check it. You know, like like it was for Chappelle, you know? Yeah, duh, I agree. And, and this ain't no knock on her. When she does do her special, whoever does throw her the bag that she feels like. She do, if I'm going to support it, bro. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm going to say. If it's BET or Amazon or Hulu, Netflix, whoever does it, I'm going to check it. But I'm just curious to see where you're gonna stand and, and what you're gonna talk about. Because I do support her. I just don't. She probably on this Netflix uh, <laughs> the whole time. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, that won't be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I should probably pop it yeah, off. I mean, yeah, because she. I mean, hey. I mean, I understand you trying to get your money, but you trying to say just. I'm just against the reasoning you gave. Yeah. We if we to ask us to boycott Netflix is crazy, because what what does that do? Get them to go. You know what? Monique got a little bit of power. Let's throw her the bag. Can we come back to Netflix now? <laughs> you know what I'm saying like it's weird a boycott of a media space is weird they have you. so many TV shows so many movies that and, unless Miss, and, unless Mrs. Netflix herself <laughs> came out and said y'all some bunch of niggas what if Netflix is a bit racist I saw a friend of mine shout out to Monique uh, that's weird I didn't make that what? mental connection not Monique the comedian her name's Monique oh. my friend uh, she posted today she was like Fuller House um, she named three shows it was Fuller House some other show, some some other white show. And then she's like, where's, you know, Fresh Prince? Where's, why, Netflix is throwing all these throwback shows and these remakes and, they, and they're updating, you know, their those catalogs. Can we get a, some black comedy up in there? No, uh, I don't think that, there probably is something we just missing, but you name, you name uh, Fresh Prince. Um, they might not be able to afford him. And if, I mean, Will just got, did a show, he got his movie on Netflix actually. Yeah. So, they, so that well, Netflix take, can afford anything. I mean, maybe, but Netflix, who, Netflix is balling, bro. I know they got bread. I know they not. I know they're not some small company. I get it, but who knows what Will Smith might ask for that? Because I'm sure he owns that shit. So if I mean a remake or him just to do it, maybe he don't got a time. Maybe he don't see it worth it well, or something. They are. No, it might be hard. Maybe he feels the type of way to where even Uncle Phil. You know, that that could be a lot. They're already in syndication on other channels, so why not Netflix? I don't. I don't know, man. Maybe. It would just be more syndication money for him. It wouldn't hurt. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. So the amount of money in the issue, I highly doubt. I, I refuse to give Netflix the racist code. I was joking about the racism, but oh, okay. there is a point to say if we did get a Fuller House remake, why can't we have an updated show of something else, or not even an updated? Why can't we just have like it? Family Matters? But why can't we just not, let's let's excuse me? Let me get the updated show out of your head. Let me ask a question: If we can get the whole catalog of Friends on Netflix, why can't we have the whole catalog of Insert Black Show? Oh. I don't know. If they had the money to throw the friends the syndication uh, bread, I know they got it to throw it at at uh, Family Matters. Man, and it's not a coincidence that it's not. Maybe 
I don't know. Maybe they own the syndication rights. Maybe some channel doesn't doesn't want to release it to Netflix. But like Friends is the show on like seven channels and Netflix. I don't know, man. But you know how that shit works. Like once your show is done, you're not making new shows. You sell it to other stations for them to be able to have the rights to play it too. And I it only ma- it only makes the actors more money. So if if they were going to syndicate the poor podcast, why wouldn't we do it? I don't know. I don't have. A, I don't. Have, I would have. I would need to hear both sides because I don't. Because I don't know. Maybe it's a reason. Maybe they, for one reason or another, that we don't know, is like, nah, we good. Or maybe Netflix is like, hey, fuck y'all niggas. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. But I don't. And, and it could be just something as simple like that, as maybe they just didn't think about it. Until they come out like that, then like um, I'm not boycotting Netflix. Shit. I would never boycott something because of a miss handled deal between two people mm-hmm. unless netflix came out and said fuck y'all niggers i'm not boycotting the channel even if they didn't pay monique or even if they didn't pay whoever now if they started putting together some evidence of here's here's a list of the 10 top black comedians netflix said no to here's a list of the 10 white comedians and the, the, the 11 through 20 that netflix said yes to we need some kind of evidence is my point yep. and th- this is monique ain't evidence enough so no, no get out of here <laughs> um yeah, but I'm, I'm still going to check it out. I, wherever she do her special, I want to see it. Yeah. So uh, before we get out of here, you got anything else you want to cover? Uh, nah, I think we good, man. You know, um, shit, I guess I'm looking forward for um, next week, next Sunday we come so we can uh, have all three of us in here. But, I mean, schedule com- conflicts, at least we still work yeah, it out. still you know? get it off. Yeah. Um, it's about adjustment. We made an adjustment, and I thought it was cool. We'll, we'll see what me and Jay talk about in part two. Yeah, I might call y'all tonight. All right. On a, on a podcast. Yeah, I'll let you know when we're recording. All right. Come, come, so you can call and talk your shit. And you know that All-Star Game ain't that interesting, nigga. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but anyway, uh, for now, we're going to take a break. It's the end of part one. We'll see y'all on the other side. Out of here. Welcome back, everybody. Support Podcast, episode 22, part two. Got JM in the building. What's up, guys? What's up? Uh Welcome. Steve had to dip, as we said in, in part one. A uh, little bit of a schedule conflict, so we split things up. But we all here. We all still teamed up, so don't try to, you know what I'm saying, read into the shit. Again, we talked a lot about football in the first half. I don't want to stick here too long, but who you got in the Super Bowl? Um, Patriots. I, th- I, 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 you know what? Honestly, this is the hardest game in the world to pick because both fan bases are annoying as hell. Yeah. And, and what sucks is the Eagles are annoying and they haven't won anything, so God knows what would if happen they, if they oh won. If they win, they become I feel Patriots. so bad for Minnesota. They've got three scenarios that are going to happen on uh, that Sunday. One, they're going to have Eagles fans celebrating everywhere in their, their hometown. City. Yeah. Or they're going to have Patriots fans. Or they're going to get hit by an uh, asteroid. <laughs> so it's really, you know, either way your city's going to get burned alive. So whatever you have happen, you've got three scenarios. Pats win. Uh, Eagles, Eagles win, win or asteroid. Yeah, pick, I'm with, pick your poison. I'm with it. Pick your poison. When we post the poll, it's like we a hair care. <laughs> I thought you were gonna go with Mad Cow. Like, I thought you were gonna go with the asteroid. If if we ever do a poll like we are, like we say we're gonna do, I want those three choices on there, and I think asteroid will win. Um, cool. Yeah, it's definitely. Not I, I I I think the pass will win too. I think that was my pick. I think Steve went with the Eagles, but he's biased because his, his uh, grandfather. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so enough about the NFL. Spent a great deal of time on that. I've been salty about the NFL since my fantasy team lost in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. But um, let's get to this government shutdown. I'm going to play dummy the here. The shithole shutdown. The sh- they shut down the whole shithole. I'm going to play dummy here. I want you to tell me about this in, in uh, Cliff's notes. So, What's going on? Cliff notes. 
the Republicans on their side, they're saying that they want border security and they want uh, the wall and they want to pass a government spending package without doing anything about DACA. They say pass the government spending package, extend it, and then we'll deal. Thing is that they're not doing that and they repealed it. They actually got rid of the DACA provision a year ago saying that we're getting rid of it because we need to make something better and this isn't working for America. They promised, actually, Mitch McConnell and Paul Ryan said that they would get this done, they would fix this before it was an issue, Mm -hmm. and they did not do it. Um, Hence the shutdown. Hence the shutdown. The Democrats... This is actually... The Democrats... Who are you blaming here? uh, Right now, well, since the government's not shut down anymore... um, I'm pretty pissed at both sides. I'm less pissed at the Democrats because I understand the situation that they're in. Mm-hmm. And because now the Democrats are in a position, now that the shutdown's over, where if Mitch McConnell doesn't do it, he has promised the country he will handle this before February before 8th, the date, my yeah. mom's birthday. But he said that he will get this handled. They're not going to get it handled. I don't think they will. I think, I think the government's going to get shut down again. Yeah, it's not but time. this is the thing that Democrats are saying. You, They wanted border security. They wanted the wall. We gave it to him mm-hmm. in the in the in the 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 bill that the president refused to sign. They repu- refused to take a vote on. Actually, if they would have taken a vote, they had sixty-seven senators that approved it. They had Democrats and Republicans, a bipartisan partnership that mm-hmm. would have passed. It would have given the president the nineteen billion dollars he wants for the wall. We said it doesn't matter. Build the wall. Build whatever you want. Use it as plexiglass. Make it out of tinfoil. <laughs> make it out of whatever you want to. You can have the wall. Give us DACA. We don't want eight hundred thousand people deported. And the thing is that that's a part of his wall plan. Yeah. Is, and they keep saying, like, don't worry, like, even though we haven't passed DACA, ICE isn't going after DACA recipients. And that's not true. They are. They're, they are going after DACA recipients. There's a story about a guy in Minnesota, a 40, uh, who's been a guy from Poland who immigrated mm-hmm. to get out of communist Russia uh, or the Soviet Union, came over here. He got a misdemeanor when he was 17 years old. Mm-hmm. Misdemeanor. That ISIS came and deported him to Poland. He does not speak Polish. He has been here for 40 years. He came here when he was a kid. And they deported him because of a misdemeanor 30 years ago. Saw that on CNN. It's tragic. It's terrible. Absolutely. Terrible. And the thing, we, so the Democrats have given the Republicans, and this is kind of a good, kind of a good thing for the Democrats that they can stand on. They have given the Republicans everything they want. Mm-hmm. We just want DACA. And DACA is actually popular. 63% of Republicans. It makes support sense. 63% of Republicans support DACA being uh, approved. I think like eighty-two percent of Democrats, or like a hundred percent of Democrats, are for it. And I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about sixty-three percent of Republican senators, congressmen. I'm talking about sixty-three percent of the American population mm-hmm. is in support of DACA provisions and in support of these kids not being deported. And it's tragic. And I, I really hope that there's if there's not not something done, the Democrats have to force a shutdown. And it's unfortunate we have to do it. But the, it doesn't make sense. It really does not make sense because the president has said, the president basically said, give me a bill. Mm-hmm. Give me any bill. As long as it's bipartisan, give me a bill and I will sign it. And they did it and he didn't sign it. Why, why should we believe anything he says at yeah. his word? When, and that's when he called Haiti and Africa shithole country. Yeah, that's the, that was the whole shithole country conversation. Yeah. Um, it's really unfortunate. We know what DAC is for. It's for the, the kids of immigrants who were brought here illegally, which is admittedly illegal mm-hmm. but understanding that that was out of their control and that these kids are now adults that are mm-hmm. contributing to our and, society and, it's 
It's just retarded. And not having the DACA provision right now actually is making things worse because these kids have to decide, do I continue to sign up for this thing that is not protected and give the government my name, all of my information, yeah. where I live, all of my information, knowing that any day now a bill could pass and they could come and round me up and take me to a country I've never lived in before. Yep. It, it, I, I've been seeing this show up in, in some media. Um, a couple of different shows addressed it. And it, it's it's really tragic. I hope we don't have to see too many more of these scenarios. Um, February 8th is the date. That's two weeks from now. Mm-hmm. They got two weeks to come up with a deal that covers these kids while we already gave them everything they wanted in the bill that they wanted. So if the president's going to sign that, they're going to have to make DACA work. And that's, I'll give the president this. He could be full of shit, which we know him to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said we're ending DACA in order to come up with a more permanent solution because when Obama enacted it, he... He admitted it was. A he admitted bit. it's a stopgap, and we just need something on the books to make sure that, you know, we don't deport all of our kids. Actually, did and he he, did he do it or did Bush do it? I, thought, I think it was before. It's well, it's been around for like nineteen years. Obama so. re- he re- resigned it. Yeah, he resigned it. it. That's what it was. But I remember him even saying they they got him on audio or something saying something like, "This isn't the best thing, but it's a thing." Yeah. And if we could come up with a better thing, that's cool. But the, the problem is. Trump forced us to quit our job before we had another one. Mm. So that's the problem. There's a gap here, and there's a lot of people being left out. So, yeah. um, devil's advocate. What is the problem with the old system? Was it costing too much money, or what? Why would they want to repeal that before even coming up with a new idea? They don't. They want people to either be citizens or not be citizens. It's pretty, or to be. So, so we want a black or, and white or, citizenship, they, they want, or they want or people to be a citizen. citizen. Do not be a citizen or in the process of becoming a mm-hmm. citizen or you're on here on a visa, which you have to renew every year or you need to go home. And that's that's how they want it. They do not want people... It's all about documentation. Yeah, they want people to be citizens and to, to be American citizens. They want it to go through that. To be honest with you... Is that even realistic? It's, it, it is realistic. I think, I think it's a tangible thing. Are um, other countries doing that? Yeah, I think I, I honestly don't know. I, I would think so, but I, I don't know. Um, I will tell you this. Well, what, a lot what? of it is fear mongering, mm-hmm. and I will tell <laughs> for any Democrat that is, and the biggest thing that is, is making Democrats worry is because I think they know what's going to happen in two thousand at the end of this year. That no matter what happens, uh, they're going to get like people are going to be fear mongered. Mm-hmm. And they're going to throw up the MS-13 ads mm-hmm. and be like, these legal immigrants are coming here to rape these, and pillage. These are the people. These are yeah. the people. And I heard it put very beautifully. After slavery and after Jim Crow mm-hmm. came racism that was doctored and twisted and kind of like coded. It, it became coded racism. Mm-hmm. It started with... Um, like. It started with Nixon, mm-hmm. and then Reagan did it with uh, welfare. What was it? Um, what do you call them? Welf- wel- welfare queens. And then it, it's continuing now today, and that's what it is. It's saying these people who are a different color than you are scary, and you should fear them, and you should worry about them because they're coming here to do things that are dangerous just because they're color. And the thing thing is that I think Democrats are thinking, man, if, if I, I don't want these ads to be played, I might not be able to. Trump is going to throw that ad at mm-hmm. you, no matter what happens. It doesn't matter if you vote to it's get that. Or. Oh, I voted yeah. for the spending bill, so Trump's not going to throw that ad at me. Yeah, yeah. But the the interesting thing about 
about those ads. It's not even so much about the ads. Mm-hmm. It's what comes from the fear mongering. If you look at some of the uh, criminal, the prison sentencing laws, the the, the lopsidedness in prison sentencing came mm-hmm. from the post Reaganomics yep. era. And if the Dems are looking forward to not only them running their races, but some of the laws and and bills and things that are going to be passed in the fear mongering moments after we come up with whatever we come up for for uh, immigration, mm-hmm. it, it can't be good for the the. The Latinos are the major minority now. It yeah. used to be us. Now it's y'all. Um, and we don't want those kind of things on the books. It's a setback to those people for ages and generations. Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. We're going to get to watch it. I think it happens right after Super Bowl Sunday. The the shutdowns the Thursday after that. So we'll Super Bowl's what, the potential, set, potential shutdown. Mm-hmm. It, it, the spending provision is till the 8th. So we'll see what happens until then and what if they blow our minds and just hit us with something good and you know it works? What's, so what's funny? <laughs> what's funny is I have a feeling that Democrats are gonna get surprised and they're gonna do the exact opposite. Like they're promising. I think they said, "Hey, pass this for this week, and we're gonna work together to solve something that'll be closer to what you want." I think they go the opposite. I think each party is gonna get further apart. Apart. They're gonna double down even harder because if the Dems cave, if the Democrats cave, then they'll cave tomorrow. Oh yeah, and that they could be strong arm in every scenario. Said, and eventually, we're gonna have to get to the point. And also, by the way, a lot of what the Republicans are saying, are they kept saying over the weekend was, we care more about veterans than illegal immigrants. Guys. It's a false parallel. Please do not hear that. Because (laughs) the Democrats actually tried to get a bill. They submitted a bill that Mm -hmm. said that we want to pay veterans, pensions, health care, and retirement, Mm -hmm. and death benefits. All the things that would be shut down. We want to pass it for our military. This is a special provision in case of a shutdown. Let's get this paid so that better, so that our military service people do not have to experience any delay or, or interruption in the, the their monetary benefits. The Republicans shot it down and said they didn't even want to hear it. They mm. did not even get a vote because they wanted the narrative that that you're picking immigrate, uh, immigrants yeah. over soldiers. And no, what happened is the Republicans were willing to throw you out in the cold. So that they could use you as a scapegoat. Mm-hmm. To get what they want, to get what they ultimately. Want. Uh, it's very unfortunate. Appreciate those political bars. Uh, just like when the DACA announcement came out, we're going to be up on all of this because it's really important. And it's, we, we may even know some people that are kind of being affected by this. Mm-hmm. Um, my son's mother recently just got her citizenship mm-hmm. and would have been in affected by this had, had uh, she not gotten that citizenship. But a lot of people still in that process. So, I mean... We're going to have to keep watch out for it. This is just another one of those things that Trump's fucking up, and we're going to have to keep an eye on it, or we're going to end up swept up in the bullshit. Yeah, somehow. and the sad thing is, is that he has no clue what he's for either. So he's just going with whatever. Just, so whatever the person tells stumbling. him, whatever the person tells him before he walks in the Oval Office to sign the bill is what he's going to fill. So, mm-hmm. like, let's hope every Democrat lines up to say hello to him before he walks in the bill, uh, or let's just call it something that he's for. Let's call it the shithole bill, or let's call it the the wall bill, and then he'll think it's something that he's for, and then he'll just sign it because he has no fucking clue because he hasn't had an original idea since 1974. The figurehead president isn't a foreign concept to most people. We haven't had one per se in a while. If you, I don't know what we want to say about uh, Bush, but if we had a figurehead for us, how would would we be against that? If he's getting shit done for the people, just so happen all the figureheads if, happen to be against. If he was strictly saying, "I'm going to go by what the people want," mm-hmm. 
I, I don't know how it would go because it's kind of equally scary because how advertising works I mean, and how the mob mentality, mob mentality works. Mob mentality is so crazy, yeah. <laughs> the president has to be a voice of calm and a voice of leadership. And he has to be willing at times to look at us and say, you're wrong. And he has to look at us. Yeah, he has to look at us and say, I know how much you care. And I love that you care about this. And I love that you're passionate about something. But unfortunately, you're wrong. And as hard as it is for us to hear, just as when we were kids, someone told us we were wrong. Mm -hmm. You know what? A momentary influx of emotion does not make you right. Mm -hmm. At times, it does make you passionate. But it also can make you very, very passionately wrong. Pas- yeah. And at- you can be passionate on the wrong side of something. Yeah. And yeah. So no, it was a good, it was a curiosity question in my head. Like a figurehead for us would be like, get the laws passed, get the people included. We're doing everything for the people. But it all it, it takes it is a couple spo- of commercials, and then there's yeah. a mob saying to kill somebody. All, a Facebook hashtag could skew the whole fucking government. Yeah. <laughs> We'd be in a war. Mm. <laughs> well, like I said, appreciate those political bars. You always come with it. Political bars. We need like a intro, <laughs> outro. Like, yeah. like something like that. Like, like the gavel bang? Yeah. Yeah, that'd be dope. We'll figure it out. Well, when I say we, I She's mean. She's the law and order. Dun, dun. Like, whatever. What's the. <laughs> what was that? I don't really know how the law and order thing goes. Yeah, I just made uh, up a noise dun, in my head. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. But the between scene yeah. one was the, the dun, dun. gavel bang. Yeah. I just keep doing the same noise over and over again for like three different things. Law and order. Um, <laughs> Law and Order in the Club. Law and Order in the Club. That sounds like a good song. Um, Grammy's coming up. We already talked about the nominations way back when, but uh, next weekend? No, this weekend. Right after Gasparilla. So we'll be getting over our hangover oh, just in time to see Charles Gambino perform, which is the only thing you should care about. Sp- speaking of Gambino, just signed a new deal. Just signed a new deal with RCA. Should be dropping yeah. his last album, I think he's saying. He's saying last? Yeah, he said at his concert, which I was at, the Wait, only you're one he did up last two, year. You're pairing up two new stories. Why would he sign a deal if he's going to do one more? No, he signed a deal to make more music. He did not say he was doing more music as Childish Gambino. That's what he we said. He said his about. last okay. Childish Gambino album is his next one. But I also, this is also not a guarantee that he is the one performing the music. It is just that he's making music. I could see him That's fair. stepping back and writing and producing. A lot of people without, do that. Yeah, without actually making it. Childish Gambino is, uh, there's been a couple of interviews with him about how much he enjoyed being on the so- Han Solo set. Mm-hmm. Like, cap- oh, pause. I'm really worried about the Han Solo movie. I'm afraid it might be trash. Um, oh. But he said he really enjoyed it because he does not have the pressure of writing, directing, and doing everything like he does with Atlanta. Mm-hmm. He just kind of gets to show up and do his thing. And I think he's enjoying at certain times taking off the cape and not having to be Everything. Mr. Superman. Yeah. Like, I think he likes being able to just be him and I think that he, so we might see that in some of his projects where he kind of steps back and either directs and doesn't write or doesn't act. Pick, picks a side like, on picks either. Picks a side and just does yeah. one thing. I can see that. I, I, I don't care, man. Anything this dude wants to do, I'm completely I, for. I'm we, signed we up We already for got it. our tickets. Count us in. Both of us. But I... Steve Lucky, this ain't the Childish Gambino yeah. podcast. Remember this. <laughs> I said it on January 23rd. I am hella worried that this Star Wars Han Solo movie, which comes out in May, and we have not seen a trailer for it yet, mm-hmm. and it is three months, four Wait, months away. it comes away. out in May? It comes out in May, Ooh. and it have, we have not seen a trailer four months away. Could they push it back? Is that something no, that happened I don't in know. I don't know. I, I looked it up the other day, and it said I think it said it was May 23rd was the release date. That sounds right. when you have not seen a trailer for a movie they're four months before. They're reshooting. They're either reshooting, or they're getting rid of everything, because... 
Either way, it's not a good idea. A good uh, sign, I mean. It's not a good sign. I mean, Suicide Squad had a shit ton of trailers, and that convinced people to go. (laughs) If you're not even giving people a reason to get into the theater, May 25th is the release date. (laughs) Suicide Squad had hella trailers that convinced everyone it was good. It was garbage. Shit, the whole movie was the trailer. If you don't even want want people to see a trailer because you're afraid they'll think it's garbage off of that, then Then, you're in a hellscape. Of, oh, of dangerous shit. The the ninth circle. Yes. Jesus. I'm worried. I'm worried. But I, I'm almost not worried because Disney don't miss, man. I'm I'm excited for these Grammys though because I want to see who wins some award. I think we all have some fan favorites in here that are gonna get nominated. And I really hope I really hope some underdogs win. And I hope for but, all but the people who didn't know child, or who did not know who Kendrick Lamar was in the National Championship game, I hope, I hope they're watching the Grammys. Grammys. Yeah. I hope he wins a bunch of Grammys, <laughs> so I can just look at him and be like, "What the hell were you doing?" Him, yes, him. Um, it's interesting that that could even exist that people don't know someone who's popular mm-hmm. because they're in a, in a genre that they don't listen to. I Much like us play... not knowing Lord or not hearing her album or yeah. um, what was that one that one that year we were like, "What the hell." Well, it just shows how big the world is, man, and how and how different people's passions are. I remember one time I was listening to Mike and Mike on the radio, and he was like, you know what? Someone asked me, like, you know, does everyone in the world know who Joe Namath is? And I was like, how in the hell would everyone know? Like, and Mike Greenberg was like, how in the hell would anyone not know not who know Joe, Joe, Joe Namath is? is? He's the biggest person in the world. And then they asked, like, a celebrity guest. He's like, I don't know who that is. Yeah. I'm not really that I don't big spend my sports. time watching football. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. It's, it's how big your passions are. But... Kendrick Lamar, I think, I, I guarantee it, every person who responded to my Facebook thing and was saying that they didn't know who Kendrick Lamar is, play them the opening beat to Humble, mm-hmm. they know it. Oh, they've heard it. They've heard that. Apple like, TV oh, yeah, commercials. Yeah, yeah, they've they, heard um, it. Metro PCS had. He is in, he is in so much Damn of what plan. everyone experiences Our through DNA. their life just because of sampling. It'd be impossible. 100. Um, there's a lot to look forward to at the Grammys. The, the, the album of the year, rap album of the year is always big for us, but also the album of the year with all the... Rappers in it, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and Cardi B's performing. All those rappers are nominated, and Lord's gonna win. Yeah, that would be <laughs> fucking Grammys. Um, I don't even know what other performances are happening. I heard Cardi and um, uh, Hawaiian dude put your middle finger. I don't think the... he's Hawaiian. I think he's Mexican. What's his name? Bruno, Bruno Mars. Mars. Damn, I couldn't think of his name. Um, those two are supposed to be performing finesse. Hopefully, they do something different than we saw in the video. It's probably gonna be exactly what it was the, on the video. Video just again, yeah. but it's the Grammys. People gotta. I, the, the coolest thing about the Grammys to me up. is that they usually throw a bunch of different genres all together, like or a, a bunch a, of different mashups. periods that 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 sound similar or can mm-hmm. function together. So, like, I'm you, excited to see what they do with Gambino. You I'm could excited bet to see Cardi B. Uh, George Clinton's gonna be out there with Gambino if he's available. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure he'll either be that or. Um, Funkadelic. Yeah. All, yeah. Like well, the whole thing. The, the P-Funk and all of them. Yeah. Somebody's going to be there j- jamming out yeah. with, with him. Somebody that performed in the 70s at some period Somebody with colorful hair. Get their ass out there and perform with him. <laughs> colorful hair and tight pants. Yeah. Who, uh, with the Bruno Mars, then they could easily do a 90s pair up with that finesse song because of the, mm. his, the whole album was 90s vibe. I don't remember who else was performing. You know, Joe R right now. Though, I mean, the only one I really care about is Gambino, just because you see him so rarely perform and do anything. And the times he does, because of his b- background in writing, acting, mm-hmm. his performances aren't just me singing songs. He's doing something. Yeah. He's, he's embodying something. So I'm also interested to see with the political climate, what's going on with the Me Too movement and stuff like that, what, what political statements get made. But if at the same is, time, music. the Grammys really aren't that thing. Like nah. I feel like the Oscars are going to be that thing. It's easy and, for them and, to do it because yeah. they have the bigger problem. Not that we're saying rap doesn't 
But right now, there's no serious Me Too movement yeah, in the and, rap space. And also, man, music music is kind of like the Michael Jordan of social issues. If they can avoid it, oh, they yeah. want to. Like, they don't want to. Well, shit, they music itself about. addresses those issues, so we don't need the award yeah, show. Yeah, what I'm saying, like, the award shows yeah. are. Like, the that, award shows are definitely skirting it, you know. But they're that's gi- why they're I, giving I, money to the Me Too and the sexual offenders. Like, you know, <laughs> like, Michael Jordan gave money uh, to the police and the Black Lives mm-hmm. Matter people, so. I try to stay out of this. I, hey, I, I was on both sides. Um, Me Too movement. Aziz Ansari story. I don't want to... I want to talk more about it. a lot of waves on both sides. I want to talk more about it, but once the actual story came out, did it really sound like we should be you know, boycotting this I was, dude? I gotta admit it. I read the headline. I was worried. I read the story. It. I read the article. It terrified... At first, I was like, wait a minute. This sounds... Wait a minute. There's a scenario. lot of the author giving her own opinions about what she's writing mm-hmm. while I'm reading it. Mm-hmm. And then I was as I broke it down, I was like, shit, if this is sexual assault, then like we've, we're all taking all, L's. Like we're, we're all falling on swords. Now this is not to say that he did nothing wrong. Of course. There but I think But wrong's gonna happen on both sides I think to create that, an awkward I think situation. The thing that needs to be noted is that he did not commit sexual assault. Mm-hmm. What he did was he did not. It was more I, of a he, social no, wrong. Uh, it was a social wrong, but it was also something that is very common in sexual relationships on both sides. Th- that's what every I was saying. once in a while, you are more worried about what you want sexually than what, what your partner want. does. Yeah. And at times, I know that men have been in this situation. Yes. And women have been in this situation too. Absolutely. More predominantly, though, it is women on this side of Obviously. it. Obviously. Um, but yeah, I think that I will say this. I think that this is a time period when you get a story like that and where you can see, no, he did not commit a sexual assault. No, he should not be ostracized or kicked off Netflix or anything should happen to him. But it is a teachable moment. It should be a conversation. And this Mm -hmm. point, it is the time where all men need to kind of fall on the sword and realize that, yes, we have all made a mistake. I can tell you when I read the Aziz Ansari, I was humbled. I I read it and I was like, I have done things that could be marginally <laughs> less bad and worse than what I'm reading. Yes. And in different, <laughs> That's periods, in different periods of my adolescence and even as I got into adulthood. And this is this is honestly, and it should be, humbling mm-hmm. and terrifying for some guys. There's some, dude, there's some dudes that better be like walking on eggshells. And I'm not saying we're excluded from that group. I'm not no. saying that anyone should be. I think that this is the time to not point fingers, but look in mirrors and to really like say, hey, where have I messed up? And then to have some conversations with some women. What? I think I, like, I know myself, I've been asking this question actively. What ways can we get better at this? What ways can we get better at that? Hey, is this an issue? Hey, is this not an issue? Hey, what do we do here? And it's time for men to ask the questions and then shut up and listen because in a lot of ways, we don't understand where they're coming from, what their mindset is, and where we might be wrong. Because let's be honest, guys, we haven't really been in a position where it's mattered if we listened or not. Because we've been in a position of power, and it's been pretty comfortable for ever. On on the flip, though, too, I agree with everything you just said. And I know people listening now are listening, leaning in close for me to say something crazy. It's not that crazy. Uh, Just like you said, these teachable moments, it's not a wrong, it's not a criminal, uh, we're not conducting a criminal trial here but if we're going to say that awkward situation was created by him being a little aggressive and her being a little passive then it should be stated that if we're going to have a conversation with him about him being a little aggressive then we should also have a conversation with her about her being unclear about what she wanted to those women in those positions because he didn't hold any power over her we're not talking about her boss 
Mm-hmm. We're not talking about anybody who's physically imposing. Mm-hmm. Come on, the season. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, he let her. He, I don't want to say he let her leave. He, he gave her an he, opportunity. He, had, he, had, he seemed to have no problem with her leaving. Yeah. So, so given those set of circumstances, it should be enough for her to say, "I'm uncomfortable with this. Can we end here and it just be done?" Clearly, because just like I mean, I've been in that position. Someone, I, I've been in a position where someone said, oh, "I don't want to do that." Pop right up. You're all right. All right. Let's chill. That's cool. It's cool. Yeah. Yes, I have too. More than once. Hmm. Not not that I'm super aggressive or anything, but it, it's just one of those things where... Where you think it's going one way and yeah. someone, it, someone is as interested as you are in it going that way, mm-hmm. just not right then. And, and just, there's certain stopping points that, let's say, I'm not even going to go male-female. Let's just say two people where she may be thinking... I'm not going to say male-female for conversation's sake, but she may be thinking, yeah, I want to go back to this house and I want to hang out and drink some more and maybe make out and fall asleep together. Dude's thinking, oh yeah, we finna go back to the house, we finna make out and sleep together, mm-hmm. and I'm finna kiss him. She should be in that moment saying, hey, just so you know, I know this has the opportunity to go a little left, let me be clear. We can hang out, we can drink some more, maybe some kissing, maybe some top stuff, but this is where I draw the line. Top stuff. Yeah, a little, little touchy-feely second base stuff, but if this is where I draw the line, and if she states that, no guy's gonna push past that. Or No guy should. Or if he does, then he has crossed a line. Yeah. It's hard not to cross the line when the line isn't hasn't been stated, and that's on both sides. I've been in a position too on the opposite where I've been thinking, "Nah, this ain't going nowhere." But she wanted it to, and you know, girl almost kind of had to hit you with the, "Yo, what's what's wrong with you? Like you you don't want nothing?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'll take it. I just nothing you were doing or saying gave me that vibe." Mm-hmm. Let's just be clear here: we're all adults. Just say if you do or don't mm-hmm. want to. Nobody's yeah, putting pressure on nobody. And those creatures is the are. Key. Communication is the key, and respect of people communicating is the key. And I think that that's the the thing I did say was what Chappelle said was very true. The fact that the fact that we need to be at a point where there are some like I think men as a whole need to learn some lessons is true. I don't know if we're there yet. I think I think we're still at the point where some of these dudes are going to continue to get you know thrown out there in the spotlight and get. Hey, you need to learn a lesson. Look, um, that's that's one thing I was going to say before too. Before it's teachable moments, and before we have this growth period together, I think right now it is the time to like we're burning the forest before new growth can come. Yeah. You know what I mean. And, and the thing I was going to say too about once these lines are being clearly stated, and people are communicating, and and we're having these fair interactions where these these backroom aggressive moments aren't happening from dudes, where dudes are crossing the line. Mm-hmm. Once we have a clear stated. This is the line, and, it's, and it has doesn't need to be crossed. If guys cross that line, trust me, I'll be the first. I'll be in the front of all the women protecting them from guys like that. Yeah. I mean, down to the – we have women neighbors across the hall. If one of them came across here saying somebody crossed the line, I would jump my ass up and go help them. Yeah. Because that's you, that's just fucked up. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's I'm not, I'm not saying people are blameless because everybody has common sense, but – Miscommunications happen all the time. Uh, you send me an all caps text. Maybe you're excited. Maybe I thought you were mad. Yeah. And if that happens in a sexual encounter between two people, a man and a female, or whatever two people are having sex, miscommunications happen. So why won't they happen there? Yeah. You know what I mean? So not permitting it, just saying we need to talk about it. Like you said, teachable moments, communication, and let's get this shit straight. I don't know what to think about Aziz yet. I'm reserving judgment because I heard there might be more, but he's for now the story that I heard wasn't yeah, like that. He and he's a super to himself dude, man. I, I from what I've ever seen about I, him when he does interviews and stuff, I can imagine he is 
beating the shit out of himself. About oh, I'm this. sure he's kicking himself silly. And even it sounded like from the story that in those moments he was even kind of, hey man, I'm not. He, let's just say his 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 role that he's been playing in mm-hmm. Hollywood is the guy that is is a female. Uh, what do you call yeah. it? The, a a feminist. advocate, yeah, he's a, a, he's a, a male, male feminist. Yeah, he's definitely a male. Like, and I don't very think supportive. I don't think it's just him playing a role. So I agree with you. I'm sure he's kicking himself silly, talking to female friends, discussing with exes or people he had encounters with. Have I should I, like have I ever been that way? Yeah, I can imagine he's kicking. And he's himself. get. He, well, I will say this: he has gotten quite a bit of support from from people saying like he ain't like yeah, that. Yeah, so anyway, it's all interesting to see. Uh, we covered a lot today. Part one with Steve, we talked about everyday struggle, a little bit about the NFL, and Steve, did you lie on Monique? <laughs> what did you think about that? Did you have an opinion? or On uh, Meek? Uh, Monique. Uh, oh, Monique. Netflix wasn't paying her enough and saying that they're sexist and uh, womanist, even though they paid, um, what's the white girl name? Amy Schumer, Dave Chappelle, and Cat Williams. They paid them su- substantial money and not her, but... She want us to boycott them because now all of a sudden they're racist and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, I see the look on your face. Yeah, it, Monique is the you remember her, the big girl comedian. Yeah, uh, always talk about skinny bitches. She's not getting paid as much because no one gives a shit as much. That was the gist. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you try to see it through your teeth, but yeah. um, uh, we're gonna keep y'all updated on DACA and then uh, when the Grammys come, what you know, all the fun shit that happens thereafter, we'll be talking about it. Yeah, and we the Gasparilla's this weekend, so if we survive Gasparilla. We will, we will be doing the podcast recording it Sunday. I wish you the best of luck at Gasparilla. I plan to get plum fucking nuts. Yeah. So let's turn up. All right. Um, the Pirates stole the key to the city today. So. <laughs> That's what They always do that, and we don't pay attention to any yeah. of that. It's like, when can we start drinking? It's our Mardi Gras for those who don't know. But um, where can they find you, bro? Uh, find me at John Michael Espino on Instagram and JM Shifted Vision on Twitter. And I'm not adding you on Facebook. <laughs> and you can find Steve at uh, Steve Caveman Tough on Twitter. And I think that's all he has. You can yep. find me at I am Mike Lake on all the socials. So hit us up. Give us your opinion. Uh, poor podcast. Episode 22. I had a good time. See ya. Like, listen, follow the vision. See ya. We out.